time to take the next step with Looney Libis. Step 32. When exactly is day one? On the application to my Fledge Accelerator, the very first question, that's what do you do in 140 characters or less? And the second question is purposely vague. It's when did you get started? Now, I don't ask when did you incorporate, and I don't ask what is your first day in business, and I don't ask anything specific because the reality of startup life is that there really is no one day. Maybe there's a day in the shower when you first had the idea. Maybe there was a day when you first shared an idea with a friend. Maybe there was the day when you first tested it out with a customer and decided it was a good idea. Maybe it was the day you quit your job. Maybe it was the day you incorporated. Maybe it was the day you got the office and had everyone together for the very first time to get going. It's just hard to pin down exactly when a company gets started. And here we are. The day this podcast was published was Monday, April 29th. Now, that's not the day it was recorded. It may not be the day you're listening to it. This whole idea of a specific day seems to be getting fuzzy all over the place. But the day this was published was Monday, April 29th. And that is seven years and three days to the day when Fledge was first incorporated. But that is not at all day one. What was day one? Well, there was the day I decided to go build an accelerator. That was sometime in September of 2011. That was months and months before. And there was that day in November when I met Brian Howe from Impact Hub Seattle. And and I still remember that first meeting quite distinctly. He was telling me all about co-working and why it would be the next big thing. And here we are, it's 2019, you're going, of course it's the next big thing, but it was 2011 and it was new and, and it, was, it was not clearly an idea that was going to work. Anyway, he was telling me about this new idea for a co-working space that was going to grab all these social entrepreneurs together. And at the very end of our hour conversation, he said, oh, by the way, we need a business accelerator here. And I had never even mentioned that I was working on a business accelerator. So maybe that was day one of Fledge because I was actually focusing on a tech accelerator back then. I'm a a techie by background. But it was that moment, it was that sentence by Brian Howe that got me thinking about focusing an accelerator on socially and environmentally conscious entrepreneurs, mission-driven entrepreneurs. Or maybe not. Maybe it was February 2012 when Brian and I and a few other people put together the first Socient Weekend. It was like Startup Weekend for Social Entrepreneurs. It was a huge hit. That was the day I decided that, yes, definitely, I'm going to go figure this out. Except I hadn't figured out exactly how you invest in these mission-driven companies, these companies in areas that don't have exits. I figured that out a few weeks later. So maybe that was day one. Maybe it really was April 26, 2012, the day we incorporated. That was the day that the first application went live. But that wasn't the day the first entrepreneur applied, so that wasn't the day we had our first customer. Maybe day one was, in fact, July 31st, 2012. That was day one of Fledge One. And that's a really long rant. I'm sorry about all those details. But the point here is day one is complicated. Year one is complicated. And that brings me to the second point of today's episode, which is complications and complexity. Because what you have now in your plan is probably not what your company is going to look like in a year or two or three. So again, the day this was published was Monday, April 29th, 2019. And that also happens to be the first day of Fledge 14. 
So what's Fledge 14? Well, you would think it would be the 14th session of this accelerator I've been talking about for the last few minutes. And maybe you're right, and maybe you're not right, because complexity gets in the way. So what do we mean by a session of this accelerator? Well, it used to be rather simple. So Fledge used to be a program that just ran in Seattle. We would bring in companies from all around the world. We would, we would invest in them. We'd hand them money. We'd bring them here for two months. We'd work with them. We'd make them better. We'd send them home. That was a session. Six, seven, eight companies at a time, twice a year, always in Seattle, nice and simple. Except it wasn't that simple because even after the second session, we created a second program called Kick. It was just six weeks part-time. All those entrepreneurs were from Seattle. They paid us. That wasn't really Fledge. We called it Kick because we didn't want to confuse the customers with what kind of session is this? What kind of program is this? So we gave it a different name. Turned out we licensed that to 31 organizations that ran it dozens of times all around the world. So does that count? Personally, I don't count those. What about FledgeX? That was an experiment we did between sessions six and seven. That was a 100% online version of Fledge. It had 13 entrepreneurs. We actually ran two simultaneous cohorts. Anyway, I'm down in the weeds again. The point is that it didn't have all the same characteristics as the numbered programs, and so we don't count that. And then, after the seventh session, we licensed Fledge to organizations around the world, and we've run programs in Peru, and that was called Fledge Peru, and we called it number eight and number 10. And we did it in Barcelona. I think that was number 11. But then we also did a program at the University of Padua in Italy called the Nature Accelerator. And we ran a program in Nairobi, Kenya last year called the Land Accelerator. And most recently, we ran a program in Boston with a partner called Start.coop that focused the fledged style of accelerator, but for cooperative companies, for worker co-ops and producer co-ops and platform co-ops. So here we are, seven years later after whenever day one is. It's, it's definitely seven years later. I just can't tell you if it's seven years and three days or if it's seven years and, and three months, but it's seven years later. And the service that we are providing the world it's gotten complicated. And the same thing's going to happen to you with your business. It will get more complicated over time, and that's not a bad thing. But the problem that first-time entrepreneurs have is that they look at these companies that have been around for 5 or 7 or 10 or 15 years, and they see how complicated they are, and they think they can jump straight there. And you can't. You can't start with the complicated. You can only start with laser focus on one problem and one solution and do a good job at that and then add to it. And so the lesson here isn't necessarily that success leads to complexity. It doesn't unless you add one more thing to it, which is trial and error, which is the lean startup taken to the next level. It's the lean startup idea that you should always be testing, always be trying something new and always expecting that to fail. So some of our experiments have been great big successes, like Kick, and some have not been, like FledgeX. So we replicated Kick and ultimately sold it off to our partner up in Vancouver called Spring. You can find them at spring.is. And some of them, like FledgeX, the online version, well, it didn't fail, fail, but it was totally inefficient. It was going to cost us an arm and a leg to run that again, so we just didn't run it again. So we didn't do that again, but instead we took this idea of testing something new and, and the next time we ran the in-person program, we tried to make one or two changes and the next time one or two changes and 
And internally, we pride ourselves on the fact that every time we run the program, it's slightly different than the time before, and it's slightly different on purpose in order to learn something. So here we are. It's April 29th, the day this got published, and the day the 14th-ish session of Fledge got started. And our wish for you, dear listener, is that someday, seven-ish years from now, you can celebrate your seven-ish anniversary, too. And we'll catch you next time. Until then.